When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? Skits Pro here, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove. Spaceship Zoom, be back soon, baby. Juice, liquor store run once again, oh man. Copping every item like a method, oh man. All right, so we got my boy Skits Pro jumping off the porch with yes, us today. Sir. Yes, sir. And how you feeling, man? Um, I'm feeling accomplished. I'm feeling well, man. Yeah. I'm grateful. Nah, definitely, yes. man. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time coming, man. So I'm happy you're here today, bro. Yes, bro. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So let's take it back, man. You originally from Memphis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Um, I I was there until I was like 16. Yeah. Then I went to Cali for a bit, and then I came back to Memphis, and then I went to back to Cali, and I stayed out there for like eight years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what part of Memphis are you from originally? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's called the third. Um, I know you are familiar with, uh, Joe, Joe Gotti. Mm -hmm. I'm from the same neighborhood. Oh, really? Like, like two streets over, okay. like from the third, uh, it's right where the or, or Orange Mound is. And they got a little area called Belta Grove. And then we the smaller area called the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm from. Derby Circle to be exact. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So what were you into as a kid growing up in Memphis there? Um, as a kid, uh, I was into, man, setting things on fire, <laughs> playing in the, uh, you know, playing football in the street, uh, things like that. And I really had a, a big interest in like building scooters and bikes and putting radios on bikes and, you know, the typical put the can on the bike, make it sound like a motorcycle, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. And, um, by the time I got like 14, I, I started, uh, got influenced by trip yeah and I started making beats and <laughs> just doing all kind of stuff you know yeah and trip much. is your cousin right Don trip yeah 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 okay like first cousin yeah yeah okay definitely um he's a big inspiration yeah. yeah I remember I remember um when we were kids he had this book like I don't know if you know but trip is one hell of an artist like other than like vocally, yeah, like, like drawing, draw like a motherfucker, and um, he he had this book predicting pretty much. Well, I say he manifested it. I was like maybe eight, so he was like somewhere, you know, up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the different the, uh, how much older he is than me, but he uh, he had the chain that he wanted. He had the the hmm. thing, you know, everything, and to see it come to life, it was like. Wow, this really can happen. It's not. It's not just a dream. It, it's a dream that can come true. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I've always stuck with it because of that. Okay. Yeah. So what were you using to make your beats? Were you just on Fruity Loops? Or was yeah. This, okay. I was always attracted to the MPC, hmm. but I didn't have access. <laughs> and then one of my homies, uh, Cody Lightfoot, uh, he was like. Uh, 
I go, I got this guy, man. He got this program called Fruity Loops. It was like uh, Fruity Loops 3 at the time. Yeah. They on 20 now. So yeah. I've been working with it since then. I remember clicking around on it, just like I used to just click random. One day, it sounded like something. I was like, oh, I played it to trip. And uh, he was like, nah, you got to keep going. You got to keep trying. <laughs> but to me, it was, it was like, you know, I was already seeing it. I'm, I'm, I'm a producer now. Yeah. It was like a 30 second clip. <laughs> <laughs> when did he start rapping on your beats then? Oh, uh, when, when I was, uh, I started around 14. I say he started rapping on my beats around 16. Okay. Cause I started sampling. I actually got him on CD, the original beats that he was rapping on. Uh, I started sampling like Power Rangers, Law and Order. Really? You know, like he was rapping on all of them, and uh, yeah. So that's pretty much how it happened. Yeah. And you were rapping yourself too. When, right. when did that come along? Right. Uh, I started uh, when I was like in seventh grade, bro. I was uh, stealing all the Notch uh, lyrics. <laughs> I used to see the people rapping at the table. I was like. I'm gonna see what happens. And I rapped trip lyrics and uh, piff lyrics. And uh, after a while, I was just like, maybe if I just change the word around a little bit, I can make it my own and I can come up with my own stuff. And that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. And I'll just, uh, it was a program on the uh, Windows computers called Voice Recorder. Okay. So I played the music out loud and recorded it. It was shitty, it was horrible. <laughs> but <laughs> to me, it was progress, you know, I was always, to this day, I, I've always, my goal was, is always to make Trip proud because he's like my big brother. You know, he's, before everything, you know, I always looked up to him and, and Piff like Rick and Chris. I, yeah. I was always excited. Let's go over Rick and Chris house. You know what I mean? And back then he had the, the little boom box with the, with the uh, I call it pantyhose, but he said it was the speaker, the cover on the big speakers. He, okay, he yeah, took it yeah. and put it on a hanger and was rapping to a tape. And that was always motivational for me. So I tried to do, imitate it the best way I can. That's it. To this day, like, yeah. And was your producer name Schizo or what was it? Originally it was Schizo, yeah. yeah. Um, Trip, Trip gave me a list of names, man. Like, he was like, man, you, you gotta pick a name. And um, I felt like Schizo was the, was the best one <laughs> because it was like, at the time, like, well, right now too, it's like, I don't have like one sound. Like you never know what you're gonna hear. So, and after a while I kind of earned the name skit. So I started doing a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's, that's how it happened. Uh, he, he gave me a list of names and I kind of just picked it out like that, man. It was, it was history. Yeah, <laughs> I remember he even had a song called Free Schizo. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I used to be like, who the hell is Schizo? Right. <laughs> That's one of them crazy things that I'm telling you about. And uh, yeah, I went to, went to uh, jail for about, about three weeks. Yeah. But it was the longest three weeks of my damn life. <laughs> I'm never, never going back. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. From that moment, I, I started like, okay, if I keep doing crazy shit, then this is the direction I'm going in. Yeah. So I ended up going back to Cali and like, I damn near threw it away. Like all the bad decisions, all the crazy decisions. And I started like becoming a different person. So when I came back, I said, uh, I'm gonna change it from Schizo to Schiz Pro 
because not only is it more marketable, but <laughs> pro is like professional, profound, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, productions. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So how'd you end up picking up a camera? I started picking up the camera around the same time. Uh, my dad was like, I've always heard that he was a photographer kind of thing, but I've never seen it. So it's, I've always been fascinated with cameras. Like I remember asking for a camera when I was like eight. It was one of the uh, <clears throat> camcorders that like, you only can plug it to the, to the VCR. Okay, yeah. You know I what I mean? That. And uh, yeah, ever since then I've just, I was selling chips and, and juices and shit in high school to get me a camera. Like oh, I had this little thing called an Ape Tech it flip out, had a little flip out screen. I was recording uh, crazy shit, fights, girl upskirts, all kind of shit, just like whatever come to mind. Let me, let me do this, let me. And I was, uh, yeah, trying to make it work. Yeah. Impress trip, that, that, that was the thing. <laughs> so how'd you get into shooting music videos then? Well, uh, I started seeing Joe Gotti and his progress and, um, I got a chance to actually be around some people shooting a music video with Trip, and I was like, I think I want to do that. I want to do that right there. And and he started introducing me to people, and I go and soak up as much as I can. I go and sit around their house all day, like, what's going on, bro? What you doing? <laughs> How can I help? Well, let me hold the camera, you know, like that. And uh, I just, I really started shooting them for myself because at, at once the trip started getting like a buzz, he started dealing with other producers. Yeah. And uh, everybody was like, man, I, I just can't rap to your beats. And uh, I was like, okay. So to market my beats, I'm gonna rap on them. You know what I mean? And it just kind of started happening like that. And I would put the camera on the tripod. Oh, really? And go, I, I learned how to do green screen and then put the muzzle flashes. Like, this was 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? 10 years plus. And like, yeah, I was, it's always been an exciting adventure for me. It's, it's always an experiment. I broke a lot of cameras and laptops. Really, did you? <laughs> a lot, yeah. <laughs> so you're producing your own music, writing your own music, and yeah. filming your own videos. Yes, sir, and recording it and mixing it. Really? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I learned how to do it all like, that was man, like, I've sat down and... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Red, you know the help section? Yeah. I go to the help section and say, what's, what's a compressor? You know what I'm saying? How to use compression, how to use reverb, and just kind of been bubbling ever since. Yeah. 
you know? So did Trip step to you and was like, hey, shoot this video for me? Or were you on his ass like, hey, you need to let me do this, cuz, come I, on. I was always excited about it, man. And when I was in uh, LA this most recent time in 2005, he called me and was like, man, uh, I was working at the Jersey Mike's making sandwiches. He's like, man, get, get away from up there selling sandwiches and come down here and shoot these videos for me, man. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of you. All that, and then I was like, say less. I was on the way. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I've been uh, progressing. It started with uh, two magazines. Okay, Like really? that was the most official. Yeah. You know, we was experimenting, finding proper lights. And we shot that video like three times. Really? Yeah, it was shitty the first time. <laughs> Horrible, I mean, God, like. We got a lot of videos that never came out because um, I wasn't in a good place. But then I started working around Wicked. I started uh, going on set with Joe, and I just like, okay, so this is how it goes. This, this is how it works out. Like, yeah, okay. Thus, two magazines and beyond. <laughs> yeah. So what's the creative process like? Is he very hands-on with the direction he wants, or are you presenting like the treatments? All right, this is what we gonna do. Well, the way that he likes to have it, he wants it to make sense, like almost to a flawless degree. Like I have to have every, I have to have an answer to every question that he's gonna ask. <laughs> really? And if I don't, he tell me, nah, go back to the drawing board and, and let's come up with answers for that. You know what I mean? Like he always, he's, he, he always on my ass, you know what I mean? I'm trying to, you know, making me get better and, you know, like, and it's just, <laughs> he, he, I consider him a perfectionist, you know. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah and, I could and, see and, that. And uh, if I don't have it just right, he, he, he rips it apart. Like, uh, like that chef, that one chef on TV. Ramsey. Yeah. He's the Ramsey. <laughs> like he, he gonna, he don't like disrespect you or nothing, but he, he, he just like, come to me and like, nah, Craig, this ain't right. This ain't, we can't do it like this. What do you, why are we doing this? This don't make sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, at first it's like, man, I'm discouraged. But then I like, remove my ego out of it. And then it's like, you know what? He got a point. Yeah. I need to switch this around and think it through a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like that. And you know, it's all progress, man. Yeah, It's all progression. What's been one of your favorite uh, videos that you shot with Trip though? Uh, disappointed. I kind of figured you were going to say that. Yeah, it? yeah, because um, I don't know if you remember around that time when I, when I shot it, like uh, I went, I drove everywhere mm -hmm. to, to get the clips. And um, I don't know if he want nobody to know this, but <laughs> when he seen it, he didn't know how I made it happen. Really? He was calling me with tears. You can tell, you can tell when a person got tears. He was like, Craig, I don't know how you did this, but <laughs> man, this, man, man, this, this good shit, bro, good shit. And uh, you know, that's, that's a goal accomplished to me. Make Trip proud, you know what I mean? Like, big brother, you know, like, disappointed. Yeah, you were the first, one of the first ones to put me in the video, man. For real? <laughs> one of the first. I was in a few other, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yep. I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's cool. Nah, I always appreciate you for doing that, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to. I had to. Yep. 30 Club. 
And, you <laughs> know, yeah. And for shooting with Trip, that opened up doors, man. Like you were shooting for Criminal Man and a bunch of other Memphis yeah, artists. I, I done did some stuff with, uh, I just did some stuff with Crunchy. I done did some with uh, Chat. Uh, you know, other people in Memphis, you know, a lot of, lot of local guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm grateful. That's, I can repeat that word a lot. Yeah. So what's it like shooting with like Crunchy and Chat, someone that you probably grew up listening to, like right, right. now I'm able to work with them too. It's, it's like a, a humbling thing. Like, it's like, wow, you know, my, my hard work has paid off. You know what I mean? Like, in the beginning, it's, it's a lot of discouraging moments, but like moments like that, it's like, okay, if I keep going, you know, you never know. Like, like I did the jump with Cram and Boosie, like yeah. that was exciting for me. Like, <laughs> that was like my second time ever seeing Boosie in person. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm gonna take this off. Being nervous in front of this camera. Yeah. All that good stuff. But yeah, man, like, I, I, I look at working with them like, like it's a, it's a growth thing. I've, I've come from a place, you know, and it's showing me where I'm going. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Yeah. All right, so I want to ask you about this accident, this explosion that you were in. I know you kind of touched on it on IG before, um, but I don't remember. I don't think it's still on there anymore. So can you just kind of detail well, I, what I, it happened? I, I, I archived it. Yeah. So you have to, like, go look for it. But, <laughs> yeah, I do that with my page a lot. But, um, yeah, man, like, if you can imagine it, it was uh, Piff's house. It was like a, you know, small situation two bedrooms and we were sitting in one of them and uh, it was a gas leak. The gas was leaking for about, I don't know, a week maybe. And um, we was trying to get people to take care of it, but like, I don't know what happened. It just wasn't working out. And uh, we didn't take it serious. You know what I mean? We didn't take it serious. Cause you know, you hear about things can make gas ignite, you know, but you, you never, think of it as a reality and um that night he was supposed to throw a party bro like he invited like 30 people oh wow if it would have one hour later if it would have happened it would have been twice as many people in there but um yeah we was getting ready to go outside they was gonna um sip some soup I call it smoking weed sipping soup and um like it's like Piff was uh he was like some kind of frustrated and he lit the cigarette, but we was agreeing not to light nothing in the house. He lit the cigarette, man, and before you know it, it was no warning, no nothing. Blue flames, green flames, blue and green, like everywhere. If you can imagine running through a house full of blue flames, like, you know, I couldn't even hear myself scream, bro. Like, I was screaming to the top of my lungs, but all this sound like, and. You know how uh, the wind sound when you roll the window down on the e-way? That's what it sound like. The the fire was going oh, past. Shit. If you can see my ear, it's like, like, I don't know the word, but yeah, like, and I went. I ended up running to the front door, bro. And uh, he had this. The door was already raggedy. It was a fire hazard to begin with, cause he had two doorknobs instead of a doorknob and a deadbolt. Yeah. And uh, you had to turn this one a certain way and turn. It was horrible. So I'm 
running to the door and I couldn't open it. And I, before I knew it, I ended up jumping through the window, like Hollywood style, like, like straight whole body. And there was bars on the window and everything. But like in that moment, I remembered the bars was loose. So before I didn't even think about it, just jump, went straight through it, hit the porch, uh, crawled in the grass. I remember standing up and looking, all this shit was white, all of it. And my skin was hanging down like this, bro. Like, and you know how it is when you see a sore, but you can have it for 10 minutes and don't feel nothing. But the moment you look at it, it started like, yeah. the moment I looked at it, I felt like all over, like everywhere, bro. Like, and uh, I collapsed across the street and uh, this lady gave me some water, bro. Like, if she didn't give me that water, ain't no telling. That water gave me life. If you ever felt the, what it feels like to drink water and you feel that cool, man, when I drunk it, I can. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I can almost hear it going. Oh, wow. Because I was inhaling fire and gas, and it was just crazy, bro. That was a long ride to the hospital. And I remember Piff, last thing I heard him say was, uh, man, God, don't let us go out like this. And uh, I ain't never seen him after that. Like, I just could hear him because I was laying in the grass. And, was uh, he able to get out of the house? Yeah, everybody got out. Okay. But like the 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 kids, like I think she like four or something. She was just running around, burned, you know, wow. in the street, you know. Uh, I know one of the kids came out behind me and uh, uh, Blaze, my uh, uncle Lil John. They all came out when I jumped through the window. I don't know how everybody else got out, but uh, yeah, man, it was crazy. You know how they show in the movies when somebody going down the hallway in the hospital mm-hmm. and the lights going past, I remember like, God damn, this is actually, I'm seeing this. This is Hollywood in, in effect right now. And it's like, wow. And uh, I was in a coma for uh, like two months, almost oh, wow. three. Oh shit. You know, you know, crazy. They ain't tell me that Piff uh, was gone until the day I got home. The day I got home, they waited to tell me that because in the, in the hospital, I was always like, let me talk to Piff. Let me holler at him. I need to need to holler at Piff. And uh, they was always changing the subject. Tripp would get on the phone like, man, you know how Piff is. He ain't got, he ain't got no phone, you know. He'll try to blow it off, all that kind of stuff, man. It's a uh, interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mind talking about it. It's, it, it actually helps. Hmm. I could imagine, yeah. Yeah. So when you woke up from the coma, did you remember everything that had happened or didn't mm-hmm. really? And I was still on drugs at the time. Like, they had me sedated. So I felt like all the doctors was trying to kill me. Oh, like, shit. they had me tied down to the bed where I couldn't move no more than this. Because they said every time they took me off the drugs, I would try to break out. Hmm. And I was. I was really trying to get the hell up out of there. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. I can show you some pictures. I'll show you after, if you not, if you can handle it. I guess uh, it'll show uh, bef- what my arm looked like before they cut the fingers off. Oh, and I wow. felt this when I was asleep. 
You felt it, really? I felt it, bro. Like I was. So were like you conscious, like during the coma, or was you just like in and out? I could hear. You know how they say people can hear you? Like I could hear my mom when she was talking to me. I could feel her touching my feet sometimes, you know, like that. So like I was, you know, dreaming. And I remember like being over a friend's house and sticking my hand somewhere and, you know, like jerking. Yeah. And I woke up because of the drugs. I thought I did it because of the dream felt so real. You know, I was like, man, I can't even be mad. I stuck my hand in the pot now. <laughs> my mom didn't even correct me, bro. Like when I told her that she didn't even correct me until later. She was like, you know, the doctors cut your fingers off. But I felt it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Crazy shit. <laughs> So what does that do for like your outlook on life? Do you feel like you got a second chance at life? Oh yeah, for sure, bro. That's, that's the reason why I'm doing everything the way that I'm doing it because I take things more serious that I didn't take serious and you know, vice versa. Like I don't worry about certain things no more because it really don't matter in the end. You know, I could talk, I could walk, you know, I could run and some people can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me being stuck in that bed, it was like jail, bro. Like, they even had me in a chair at one point, locked in the chair like this for like hours at a time because they start trying to train my legs to stand up. Man, that shit was crazy. I don't wish it on nobody. Yeah. I don't care if I hate you. I ain't gonna wish that on you. How long did it take you for you to learn how to walk again and kind of just be, be, be able like, to mobile? Like three weeks. Really? Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, like three weeks. And um, to this day, I still got a cough. Like I can't uh, yell like I used to. I used to be able to imitate the police siren. I used to really do it really good, but I can't do it no more. My vocals cords is very limited. Really? <laughs> very limited, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I'm here. Yeah. Grateful, Blessed, you know. Man. Absolutely. I take moments. I. I Take moments more serious, valuable. Every every moment is valuable, you know. No, for real. Um, what can you tell us about Piff, man? Because I'm sure a lot of people didn't know about Piff, but they hear Trip, you know, yelling "Long live Piff." Um, I know if they went to his concerts, they always saw him. But what, what type of person was Piff? Piff was a very emotional person, in the sense of if he cared about you. He'll do anything to make sure you're happy. He'll put you before himself kind of thing. And um, he always had 110% when it comes to energy. I don't know how or where he got the energy from, but it never go went away. We could be up 24 hours, everybody else like this. He like, hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? And uh, hold on. Just like uh, I, I've always looked up to him. He's he was the Trip's big brother, and you know I looked up to Piff because we had that in common. Like I don't have no real big brothers, like blood brothers. I, I'm always I've always been the oldest, so me and him were always related on that. And I was uh, uh, I spent a lot of time with Piff, like almost more than anybody because uh, everybody put a jacket on him. He, he earned the jacket. You know, he was a fuck up. <laughs> he fucked up a lot, but you know, um, I always believed in him. You know what I mean? Like, here, bro, you can get ten dollars. I know you're gonna pay me back. You know, 
take this TV, bro. I know you're going to pay me back. It's all good. Yeah. And I would have him with me on set because of his energy, you know. Piff was the most energetic person I know. I knew. Uh, yeah, but I don't even know what else to say. That's the main thing. Like, he was the life of the party. Like, going on the road don't feel the same. Being at the shows don't feel the same. Even family parties, bro, like, yeah. it's like something is missing. Nobody wants to speak on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it ain't the same no more. Like, it brought us closer as a family, but it's still, you can feel it. It's a void that'll never be, you know, filled. Everybody tries, but nobody can match it. You know? Long live Piff, man. Long live Piff, man. Yeah. Long live Piff. I don't know if y'all can see this. But yeah, man, like, that's the motto now. I don't know if uh, people paid attention to it, but that's what Pip, uh, Trip say now at the mm -hmm. end of the songs. Yep. It went from Notch to Godspeed to Long Live Piff. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, you know. Yeah. We here. We here. So what's this new music sounding like? Is it, are you in like a dark place? Is it a lot of pain music that you're putting out? Or is it more... Man, I'm happy to be here. I'm celebrate. <laughs> um, I think it's mostly uh, I call it skating rink music because it's always something you can dance to. Mostly, you know. But you know, I have days where I'm fucking drastically depressed. So, and I've developed a real good habit of like putting it in the music. So, um, where however I'm feeling when I'm making the song, that's where I go with it. So I got just the last five songs, it's a mixture. <laughs> you might got two happy ones, one sad one, one that's, you know, talking about uh, ecstasy, because, you know, I, I, I take those from time to time, you know what I mean? Uh, I got a, I'm actually putting out a, a series of songs uh, shortly. It's, I'm gonna call it uh, Bean Dreams. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, all those songs is just, different versions of me referencing, you know, taking those and, you know, you know. <laughs> so do you have any music that you've released recently? Is there a single that you're pushing right now or are you kind of just gearing up for everything? Well, um, I've been putting out a lot of videos, but I haven't released the songs. Okay. I don't know if that's an unorthodox way of doing things. I mean, most people listen to stuff on YouTube anyway. Yeah, Wicked, Wicked always tell me, uh, Wicked Films, he always tell me that the video videographers are the new DJs. Now that's true. So yeah. I kind of like release the video and then I'm gonna release the song, you know, like like that, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got you. All right, so um, is it like one song that you're really sitting on that you're really excited to, uh, you know, let the fans hear? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got this one song I recorded uh, that I've been, it's actually out. On, on everywhere. Okay. I, I don't like saying that the thing that everybody say, you know, out on all platforms. It's just out. <laughs> you know, it's called 40 ounce juice. And uh, people say that it gives gives them like Cali vibes. And I think that has a lot to do with me being in Cali. You know what I mean? Like, I love making music that got like that, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, that little noise that Dr. Dre used to put in his beats a lot. Wow, wow. Like I love hearing that shit because of the Cali influence. Like before I went to Cali, I ain't have 
no knowledge of like NWA and really like like old school hip hop. Like I had this moment in time where I was just like, let me listen to this. Let me listen to Trap Call Quest. Let me listen to, you know, like, and it just, that was a better time in, in the world. Higher vibrations, oh my God, but yeah. <laughs> that's dope. I, I'm, uh, I'm trying to find a good way to end the question, the answers when I, <laughs> it's not quite working out. Cause I'm like, I just ended with, yeah. But you know, we here. <laughs> you good, bro. So what, what's the plans? What's some goals for 2022, Skits? 2022, my, I've been using this word. My word of the year is resource. I want to, I want to capitalize on all the resources that I have, you know what I mean? Like, because I feel like people sometimes have resources and don't want to use them, you know, but maybe because they feel like they're not worthy of it or something of that nature. But I'm using my resources this year and I'm going to focus on building the brand. Uh, Spaceship Zoom is right here. I put it backwards so it can be like, what's that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Good icebreaker, you know, what does that say? That kind of thing, but uh, it is what it is, man. I, I want to build my brand awareness. I want my goal this year ultimately is to get uh, between a thousand and two thousand super fans. You know, I need core fans. I want core fans this year that w will that are supportive wholeheartedly of Spaceship Zoom. You I know. think that, yeah. All right, let's get together. Shout outs you like to get before we wrap it up here, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man, I'd like to shout out my family. I don't want to say all y'all names individuals, a lot of y'all, but uh, <laughs> Trip, mostly, you know what I mean? Like Wicked, Joe Gotti, like Piff, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I, I don't know, it's moments like this where it's like so many names to think about. But like, if I want to send a shout out to everybody who always kept it 100 with me and encouraged me through it all and been there for me whether you get a benefit out of it or not shout out to you juice liquor store run once again oh man cooking every item like a method mom man this crew pop don't if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's.